Hi, I'm Kayleigh Frost, Head of Clinical Support at Health Assured, and I'm joined today by Christian, one of our helpline counsellors. Hi, Christian, Hi. you okay? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, you? Yeah, fantastic. Thank good. you. Thanks for joining me again. It's okay. It's all right. My pleasure. You were the, what's the word? The pioneer of our podcast, yes. uh, speaking about work-related stress That's earlier right. this year. Yeah. So thank yeah. you so much for coming around again. No um, and I know that this is a topic that you have a huge interest in um, from a counselling perspective, from your practice as well. So we're going to be talking about relationships today. That's right, yeah. now, this can be very multifaceted, I know. I know there's so many different elements um, that can feed into this. It's not just romantic relationships. You've got family, friends, your social relationships as well. Um, but why why is it you're interested in, in relationship support? Um, I think relationships is, yes, it's a huge subject. It's a massive thing. Because when we look at relationships, that can actually be the core of a lot of things. So relationships with our parents, relationships growing up, yeah. that can cause issues later on in life. Relationships yeah. then lead on to romantic relationships and attachment styles. Yeah. And then that impacts on the relationship we have with ourselves as well. So it's a huge subject that I think can cause all sorts of issues, can be difficult yeah. as well, but it also generates a lot of interest. You know, you see it on the on TV, Love Island. Yeah, yeah. Reality Are you shows. a fan? <laughs> I've watched it now and again. <laughs> but, but what you're watching there is relationships. You know, all yeah. these reality shows, you're watching relationships and the emotional drama around that. And I think yeah. everyone's interested in it to some extent. But yeah, I think relationships is a massive subject. Um, it's the only thing that's brought me into the therapy room. Oh, really? Myself. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'll be open about that. Yeah. So yeah, I think for that reason, it's something I'm, yeah, I'm interested in. And, and it's, it impacts everyone. It, it can it can be quite a triggering subject as well for counsellors and, and clients. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and you're right. I think relationships and drama feeding into that has been thrust into the limelight. It's whether we like it or not, it is everywhere. Even if you don't watch Love Island or Love is Blind or anything like that, it's all over social media. You'll see some kind of drama relating to it. It's on showbiz news. It's all part, just part of pop culture now. Relationship breakdowns publicly of our favourite celebrities. Um, key, you know, superstars or politicians, royals, you know, yes. it's everywhere. Scandals, you got, yeah, affairs, scandals, you know, all, yeah. People are really interested in it. Yeah. You know, the media, you know, movies, the love story, you know, yeah. the falling in love and, and, you know, living happily ever after, that's all pop music. Yeah. You know, it's all about love stories. A lot of yeah. it is anyway. And, and, and that, that, you know, you forget what it feels like when you meet somebody yeah. and there's just that magic there. There's just yeah. something there. Yeah. And certainly if you've been in a long-term relationship, you forget that feeling. Yeah. And it's that honeymoon period and it's exciting. It feels amazing and people want to sing about it. People want to write films yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, do do movies and stuff. And, and, and yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of interest in it. Um, and they're not always easy relationships yeah. aren't always easy for people either it's kind of sold as something that yeah meet your partner live happily ever after but it, it's not that easy not no. for a lot of people so we've almost because it is everywhere movies television music poetry novels yeah. it's like everyone has been set up to fail anyway because there's this not set up to fail but you're setting up a certain expectation that is highly likely never going to be achieved continuously and is that there you know that's when 
calls for support, requests for structured therapy, relationship counselling, couples therapy, family counselling, all kind of comes into play because almost unreal expectations have been set. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a fairy tale, isn't it? We're taught yeah. we're given this fairy tale growing up as kids through music, through movies. We're going to meet somebody, fall in love and be happy ever yeah. after. And it, it, it's not that simple. Relationships are very difficult for a lot of people. Yeah. Now, we talk about relationships with friends and family, which are important, and you know, it's connection with other people, which is really important. The connection with others is so important. Um, but we talk about romantic relationships. A lot of clients really struggle with those. Yeah. Um, and because it's a close attachment. So a lot of people, yeah, I've got friends. You've probably, we've probably all got, all got a friend or somebody we know who's been single for a long time. Yeah. Many years. I was like, what's going on? What's, why are they on their own? They seem nice. Da, da, da. Usually what's going on is, is that there's, they've probably got some attachment issues. Yeah. And closer relationships can be more frightening or difficult for some people. Now, usually it's because um, they've been let down by close attachments in the past. Yeah. Growing up in a childhood, for example. So it could be they might have lost a parent when they were young. And that can impact any relationships getting older because it's frightening to have a close attachment with someone else. Yeah. So it's that intensity, but some clients really struggle with that just to begin relationships, just to have them. Yeah. And this isn't something that's talked about at all. No. You know, as you said, we sold this fairy tale thing, but a lot of clients really struggle with relationships and they can be quite frightening. And then when they do get into relationships, they're emotionally intense. They may be a lot of insecurities, so they get jealous. Um, you know, they don't feel secure in the relationship. They don't have the confidence in themselves because they've been on their own a long time. Or, yeah. And it's this feeling that actually if someone gets close to me, I might get let down. I might get hurt. So, you know, we don't hear about any of that. But No, the, and you know what? Yeah. It's such a bad like rap for people that are in that situation. You know, they're either spinsters or profound bachelors yeah. or you know they're players or they're emotionally stunted you know yeah. and can't there's lots of negative connotations yeah yeah because of that difficulty and those challenges to form close relationships yeah. so they might then choose not to to form them at all yeah. and again there's such a negative kind of spin yeah, on that absolutely you feel judged you feel society expects us to be with a partner and with children yeah, yeah. and da, da, da. and I think people do feel that when they're on their own for a long time. But some some people, they are happier that way. It's yeah. easier for some people yeah. to be on their own and not to get too close to people. I think close relationships does bring happiness though. You know, if we yeah. can do it, if we're able to do it, and I think people that are on their own for a long time generally, I think are considered, I think there have been studies done, certainly with men, where they're generally not as happy yeah. if they're on their own as if they are with a partner. So, um, but yeah, it's that, you know, it, there is a judgment society does tend to expect us to to kind of have that sort of um, yeah, relationship. With individuals that don't or choose not to or abstain from a romantic relationship, yeah. you know, they choose that that's kind of, they're, they're quite comfortable with that and that's fine. And it's, pro it's a protective factor that, you know, protective kind of mechanism there is still important for them to have relationships with friends with family because you need human interaction Absolutely, don't you it's yeah. one of the ways to general well-being yeah. is connection yeah. so would you say it is whilst you don't 
someone may not want to form romantic relationships that they still remind themselves of their support networks that the other important people in their life yeah absolutely we need that it's, it's, it's so important so you know i mean everybody i mean we get so many calls coming in from from people that have had affairs yeah. okay so they're in a race they've had an affair and people get the heart broken it's horrible to hear it's yeah. horrible to listen to but what we need to be able to cope with that is, is a support network outside of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So if you've got that, we can cope better with a yeah. potential heartbreak. Every relationship is a risk. Every romantic relationship, we don't know what we're getting into. No one does. No. So there is always that risk element. But if you've got that safety network, safety thing outside of it, which some clients forget about or don't realise they have, and it's like, well, you'll be okay if things go wrong yeah. you'll be all right you've got this support network you've got accounts through you know for example if they're talking to me or whoever yeah. and it's having that support outside of it which is so crucial and that gives them the courage to open up let people in and and have happy relationships um i think people will do struggle with that you know so i mean i'm i'm very similar in the sense that um if I've, you know, for a long time, I felt like a romantic relationship defined me. Like that's kind of feeding into social norms and and, and acceptance. And that um, when it was, you know, it wasn't going right or hasn't gone right or failed ultimately that that is a label on me per se. But, you know, I've had to find um, the, you know... The motivation still, you know, to to, to, fi- to pick out really key people in my life that are my people, yeah. if that makes sense. You know, if a romantic relationship fell down mm-hmm. or wasn't successful or had rocky parts or whatever, yeah. that I still had strong relationships with other people in a non-romantic way that were there, that there was support network. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you, as part of your role, you know, when people are feeling alone or like a relationship isn't working out or it hasn't worked out or there's been an affair or, or whatever, do you have to make a conscious effort to get them to remind themselves, you know, like who are your people in your life? Yes, you've lost Joe Bloggs, you know, he, this relationship with Joe didn't you know, work out, for example, or this relationship with whoever didn't work out. Who, but who are your people that you can turn to? Do you have to almost make them get out of this certain mentality that they're alone, they have other people. Absolutely, you're not alone. You've got people around, yeah. usually anyway, occasionally. Yeah. But yeah, usually there is support around them. It is, it's identifying that. Who is your yeah. support? Who do you go to? Who do you talk to? A lot of, again, I think this happens more with men. If they're in longer term relationships, they'll tend to lose touch a bit with their support. Yeah. So a lot of times we'll get clients calling, I'll be dealing with clients who's been in a relationship for 15, 20 years. They might be in their 40s or 50s. Mm. And if uh, the men have lost touch with their friends yeah. because of the relationship. And it's remember that we do need to keep those things going. You know, we don't want to feel alone outside of it. Yeah. But, you know, again, I say be, be proactive. We can reach out to people, you know, yeah. just because we haven't seen anyone for a while, we can do that. And, and yeah, absolutely, we do. We need the support outside the relationship to have the confidence to be successful within it. Um, but it's, it's a very emotive subject mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, when you, you hear people, I mean, affairs, we get a lot of affairs calls coming in, yeah. health assured. Do you get that from the people that have done the the cheating, have had the affair, and then on the flip side, the people that have been cheated on? 
Colin. We do. We get both. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably more, the ones I've dealt with, probably more the ones that have been cheated on. Yeah. So they call in and I've just found out, it's heartbreaking to hear they've been together so so many years and they found out they've been seeing someone for six months or 12 months they've seen it on the phone yeah. you know which is the technology thing now it's you know, the tablet yeah and what i hear so often is the, the other partner will try and blame it on them gaslight they'll say pass the blame, but yeah, yeah. i did this because of you because the, the relationship wasn't right so they'll call in the heartbroken and they're feeling guilty yeah as well it's their fault yeah, yeah and you're yeah, like yeah. oh my you know this this isn't you yeah you know this is them this yeah. was this was their choice their actions um and that's not you know, i mean affairs happen for a reason mm-hmm. okay um there's usually something lacking in the relationship that they're getting from from outside of it they get something yeah. outside of the relationship they've not got in the relationship yeah. so that's why they happen but it's like well it, it would help to try and identify those things first before we start to explore being unfaithful yeah. it's trying to get the couples counseling in before we get down that road yeah. but we're human beings you know we sometimes doesn't work as smoothly no. <laughs> as that yeah sometimes we do just connect with with somebody and yeah. we might be in a long-term relationship we connect with somebody and you know it's like well, what's going on here maybe i need to think about this or back mm-hmm. off or but but yeah there's a lot of that they don't take responsibility they try and blame it on the other person it's just mm-hmm. like you know it's not you it's not your fault yeah. um and then we, you know, do we explore couples counselling at that point? Are we yeah. separating? If we are we going to look at staying together? The trust is gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would need to be built up again. So when any couple that's gone through that, right, we're going to have to build up the trust before we even, you know, so it's, it's building that bridge up yeah. again because the trust would have gone by that point. Um, or do we explore, you know, separating and and but yeah, then sometimes we get the person who's done. Um, you know the, the betrayal is yeah. actually and they'll feel might feel really guilty yeah usually it's after they've been found out though yeah yeah, yeah. um all right you know they know they need to take then, accountability yes, then for their actions absolutely. being held accountable yeah, yeah so yeah. maybe that the other partner said right it's over and then they realize the impact of what they've done and yeah. oh my god I, i've been so stupid and and that, yeah they can feel really um well, I mean, sometimes they're in tears, but often even suicidal thoughts because this has happened and, and they can see the relationship breaking down. So, yeah, we get it both sides, and, and it's, you know, I think most people have probably experienced heartbreak in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And it's it's triggering to listen to it, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, so it's, um, but no, counseling's there to help support people. With yeah, that kind of that's situation. why you go through like supervision. And so, I that's mean, right, yeah. yeah, taking on, it's not just the, the anxiety calls, the, you know, d- depression calls, you know, up there in the top five, we were saying it before, top five reasons people call relationships, partners is in the top five out of all the hundred plus reasons why people call our service so you are taking a lot on and becoming a third person in many many relationships even if the other person doesn't know know it you know you are there supporting one half of that couple or that you know that partnership at least the so when you mentioned couples counseling um you know especially through kind of um periods of maybe someone being unfaithful 
can you, even if you're deciding to separate and go separate ways, would relationship counselling still work, you know, to, to go through that transition together? Or would you recommend that the two individuals seek individual counselling to go, or would you recommend they do it together? Yeah, what would be the best? It depends what they want to gain from counselling. Usually if it's about the relationship, yeah. and it, couples counselling can be used to navigate a separation yeah. as well. It's not just about staying together. Yeah. If the presenting issues are about the relationship, then yes, I'd recommend couples counselling. Yeah, yeah. If it's more about the, the, the individual, yeah. I need to work on me, my issues, duh, then it might be more individual. But, you know, we say couples, it's in the top five, but, you know, things like anxiety and depression can be caused by relationship issues or relationship with ourself. Yeah. Or with vice others. versa, the relationship breakdown could come as a result of... Yes, your anxiety yeah, and depression. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's, all, all, it's all linked. It's a massive yeah. subject. And there's... There's a model, it's the, the drama triangle, it's called. Yeah. Cartman's drama triangle. So it's the rescuer, victim, and the persecutor. Yeah. Okay? So an affair is a good example of this. So you can have somebody's had done the affair. Yeah. And then the, the other one calls in. So they're the victim. They're saying, I've been, this is the persecutor they've... Yeah. And then we'll be the rescuer. Yeah. Um, so that, that can change as well. So if, if the, one, the perpetrator or the one who's done the betrayal... Um, makes the other one feel guilty and they can act like the victim well I yeah. did that because what because you weren't yeah. giving me enough attention I'm the victim here yeah. they feel like the perpetrator they ring us and we're the rescue so that's interesting with affairs as well in relationships it's the, the drama triangle which any toxic relationship usually will have a, uh, elements of the drama triangle yeah. um, and the roles can change between different people so Based on yeah. that, you know, it can a, a counsellor, psychotherapist, you know, adapt and, and provide the right type of support based on kind of if that drama triangle is presenting itself quite clearly, quite yeah. apparently, you know, is it quite, I don't want to say easy and kind of un, like undervalue, devalue the type of work, but if there's clear defined roles within that situation, does it make it easy for yourself as a clinician to... Yeah, to work through that. Yeah, and I can speak to and make the client aware that this is the role yeah. you're playing within this dynamic. And sometimes yeah. that changes. And what's going on there? This is quite toxic. It's not very good for us. Maybe we need to look at this from a different perspective. Um, but yeah, that, that's a, a good model to, to refer to with, with, with um, sort of certainly affairs, which, mm-hmm. you know, happen a lot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then again, relationships are hard work. Close romantic relationships are not easy. Yeah. You know, to get past the honeymoon period and sustain that interest, and you know, when you have children, yeah, that often impacts on, on marriages and relationships because the focus has to go on the child. Yeah. So the relationship can suffer. So a lot of relationships may break down after that, or certainly experience problems. And it's remembering that we need to check in with each other. Let's do a date night. Let's you know, making an effort. Absolutely. Still. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just. You know, it, it, it's not easy. You know, relationships, close relationships are not always easy and we have to work at them, yeah. The, so obviously affairs, betrayal, yeah. children, mm-hmm. two big factors for relationships breaking down. Yeah. What other triggers or, you know, causes of relationship breakdowns do you tend to see quite regularly? Um, so a lot of the time the family issues. Oh, really? Yeah. So... So you might get somebody call in and say, you know, the relationship's great, but his dad or his mum 
Yeah. Keeps getting involved. Friends. Friends are getting involved. Friends are involved. protective. Yeah. You know, especially, I think, girlfriends, yeah. you know, yeah. we get very, very protective, don't we, over yeah, our Yeah, absolutely. Friends, yeah. Other people can get involved and, and yeah. you know, or I don't get on with their friends. Yeah. We're okay, but, yeah. you know, so it's, it's other people, you know, sometimes parents want to get involved in a relationship, particularly after they're married. Yeah. There's a lot, at weddings, you get a lot of arguments with family members because yeah. where are we sitting? Where, where are we... It's quite common. You'll get disagreements because how are we valued within this relationship? What about us? You know, I should be on the top table. Oh, we should be God. here. Do you get? Have you seen lots about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. you do wow. get stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's you know, if they've got, if you've got step parents, how do they fit into yeah. stuff? But yeah, we we get other family members. The whole the family unit can be yeah. um, holidays, Christmas. Who you're spending it with this year? Absolutely. Yeah. Those types of things. Are you going away on holiday or who, yeah. christenings, birthdays? Yeah. Okay, so it's when it's not just the two of you; it's everyone else that comes with the two of you as part of that package deal and navigating. Absolutely. That. If you've got children with an ex-partner, they've got to still yeah, be involved yeah. somewhere. So mum or dad or whoever. Yeah. You know, I've got issues with with the ex. The ex keeps texting him. The ex keeps or or, or, yeah. or her. You know, but they have to have a co-parenting relationship. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of things um, with yeah. You know, we get all sorts of subjects coming it, it, about it's it. It's like we could do. I mean, it, it, like I was mentioning to you before about doing you know session on anxiety. It's something that we could do a twelve session series on and relationships. It sounds the same, you know, because you've got so so many different dimensions to relationships and what that means I guess as a, as a kind of first port of call if you're concerned about a relationship you're concerned about relationship a romantic relationship for example what kind of top tips would you have in terms of addressing this especially if you're someone that shies away from confrontation yeah. disagreement conflict if you're a little bit apprehensive and anxious about that yeah. it's not healthy to leave that be of course you know and to just ignore it and hope it will get better what are what are some good practical approaches to start addressing this nip it in the bud before it ever got to something really tragic like a betrayal or separation or something like that it's it's noticing things early on yeah are there red flags early on yeah sometimes there are and we ignore them and then we think oh i should have you know i should have and that becomes normal and then so there's that i think communication yeah. You know, communicate about how we're feeling. A lot of men struggle to do that more than women. Some women do. Mm-hmm. A lot of women struggle to, to, to talk yeah, about how yeah, they're yeah. feeling as well. Particularly um, clients that, again, might struggle with intimacy or physical or emotional. Um, so, yeah, communication, noticing red flags, not being afraid to say, well, actually, I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you, you just mentioned then some people are afraid of conflict, so they may go along with things in a relationship oh, I'll do that to make them happy I'll do that yeah. to make them happy don't want to make a fuss exactly don't want to rock the boat yeah which goes a bit back to the first podcast I did about people pleasing so yeah. you do you get relationships where someone's a people pleaser I'll do what they want you know they've done it, they do it for years I'll just yeah. run around and do what they want well, what about you yeah you know and it, it may be that that the other person isn't happy now and then they you know but they're so used to running around after them they don't know what they want anymore yeah. it's it's, it's having the, the the courage to say, well, what do I want in this relationship? Does this make me happy? You know, I don't always agree with you, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We touched on it before about arguing. 
So a lot of arguments people see as I need to win this. Mm-hmm. I need to win this argument, right? Which is really not healthy. It's not. It's not a competition. Yeah, yeah. Not really game. No, it's yeah. it's okay to say, well, let's just agree to disagree. You know, let's just agree to disagree. We'll, we'll go and then we'll come back and talk about it. And that's okay to do that. Yeah. But some people, you know, couples get really into that kind of. I need to win this. I need to, you know, and it's just so toxic. It's yeah. then they're trying to win it, and it's just, and it's actually quite childish yeah. as well. And we can get into these sort of childish roles in, in relationships as well. But yeah, communication. Um, what do I want in this relationship as well? It's not about what everyone else wants. Um, talking openly, not trying to win battles all the time, and spending time with each other. It's yeah. Yeah. There's lots, I mean, there's lots that can be done. I think for anyone that is concerned or worried about their relationship or maybe the relationship of someone else, you're not sure how to start a conversation, whether it is with your partner or someone that you're having a relationship breakdown with. If you've got an EAP, for example, we've, for example, got we've got lots of guides on the app, on the portal. Yeah. Before you even need to speak to a counsellor, there's lots of things that we've got in place if you're unsure about kind of confidence in addressing a difficult situation. Yeah. If you do want to hash it out with a counsellor, that's what, you know, we're here for on EAP. Um, so if you're not sure where to start, because it is, it is a minefield navigating relationships, even if it's the most, you know, easy going, easy breezy, there's going to be some kind of red flags there. So if you are mm. unsure, you're not sure how to navigate, not sure where to start, mm. then then check in on, on, you know, the resources that we've got, give yeah. us a call and mm-hmm. we'll be able to maybe just give you some pointers in one call and then we've just given you the confidence boost that you need yeah. to navigate yeah. that and start a conversation yeah. before it gets out of hand. Would, would yeah, just, just get yeah. a perspective from someone else. Perspective, you know, that's it. Yeah. Different impartial views. Some clients are ringing, I just want to check something with you. You know, I've got something going on in, in this relationship and I had one recently and um, it was a woman that rung in and she said, my partner, he's got, all, he's got loads of um, female friends. He spends mm. loads of time with these female friends. He's always texting them. You know, I've asked him, I've said to him, you know, I'm not the jealous type, but I've asked him if we can just, and she just wanted an impartial perspective on that situation. And, and I said, well, how's this impacted on you? Is this making you feel, how's it making you feel? Well, a bit, you know, ignored, a bit dismissed. And the more we explored it, we more she started to realise that actually this isn't really what I want, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just getting another perspective from yeah. someone else, and, and sometimes that's all they need—just a twenty-minute chat. Um, but yeah, relationships are fascinating as well. I mean, it's so when relationships start, mm-hmm. right? So you'll get a pursuer and a pursued. Yeah. Okay. So, so the pursuer is normally a more um, anxious attachment style, usually. There's four attachment styles, a secure attachment, mm-hmm. anxious, dismissive avoidant, and fearful avoidant, which is like a cross between the anxious and the, the avoidant. Um, but the anxious one is usually a pursuer, and the dismissive avoidant will be normally the pursued. Mm-hmm. And the, apparently the magic happens between two people when they recognize something in the other person that they can't do themselves or are denying in themselves a little bit that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. so it complements each other so it's like oh right okay there's something in you that i can't do very well and there's something you know they can so it complements so apparently that's where the magic happens opposites attract yes yes you could say that (laughs) no that's interesting as well it's it's what what makes that magic how does that happen 
And there is, as I said, there's research done into this about attachment styles tend to attract other attachment styles. So anxious will usually end up with dismissive avoidant. Um, It's fascinating. Yeah. Should we just um, start a podcast series on (laughs) navigating relationships? We should. It's so fascinating. It is. Yeah, it is interesting. And, you know, and, and then you think, well, what about me? And how's that been with me? And, you, know, you you always look at to yourself, don't you? Think, well, yeah, maybe that was like that, and that was what was going on there. And yeah, it, it develops, you know, a lot of interest, doesn't it? And and um, yeah. So yeah, absolutely, it's so so fascinating. And I think, um, I think if if I mean, I'm someone again that's that that struggled with define using relationships to define myself and I think a lot of other people are probably listening to the same thing um and I think as well if you I I would link in about looking at these kind of red flags in relationships and that's not like not saying red flags is in like danger danger like this is this is a bad relationship it's changes in that but also looking out for them in yourself as well is really important there's probably a lot of unresolved things that someone may have that may be impacting relationships so it's more important than ever to get support speak to someone get another perspective like you said to address because it might not be that there's an issue with the relationship itself that is being impacted as a result of individual things or vice versa that could be having an unhealthy impact on you as an individual so I mean that's why you guys are here doing what you do and it's such an invaluable resource all the resources that we've got um at health assured and if you don't even use health assured as an eap if you've got a different provider there's plenty there's so much support there um there's you know companies and charities and services like relate as well um if if you have got concerns but the internet whilst it does have its issues there's so much in terms of resources and guidance there as well isn't there so that's this you know if you're listening to this you've probably got internet access uh, so you can start looking at other you know um, support avenues and stuff as well to start addressing um, any concerns that there might be about relationship yeah yeah and it's yeah. just seeking out support when you need it everyone struggles in relationships to some extent yeah you know it's quite normal yeah so you know, no matter how happy we are, any relationship, we, we might get to a time where it's, we're struggling at the yeah. moment. So yeah, it's reaching out for the support when you need it, getting couples counselling if it's needed. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, you know, that, that's, that helps a lot of people. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Christian. That was, right. that was fantastic. Okay. Really enjoyed Thank it. You. Thank Lovely. you. <laughs>